God bless you, family. Thanks so much for joining me live to hear the word of the Lord. I have a deliverance message for you today. Yes, deliverance is not always about casting out demons and seeing people squirm and crawl, okay? <laughs> deliverance can be a process. Deliverance needs to happen in our mind, in our thoughts, in our souls, in our emotions, in our desires. We need to be delivered from the things of this world so we can live a Holy Spirit-filled life. So I'm asking you today, what are you attached to? I believe God wants to set you free of some attachments. What do I mean by attachments? Let me give you some examples of things that you can be attached to that are not from the Holy Spirit, that are not taking you deeper into the presence of God, helping you abide in Him and fulfill His will for your life. And ultimately, you know, not ultimately, but also giving you more peace giving you more joy. Okay, so some examples of some things that you can be attached to. One, reputation. You're attached to having that good reputation at work. You got a good name at work and you're doing all these things not for God to please Him, but to keep your reputation. And it's actually tormenting you in your thoughts and it's tormenting you emotionally because now you're living to please other people. That can be another attachment, right? Being a people pleaser. Instead of making your daily decisions and planning your schedule and having your day be led by the will and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, you're living it to please people. How can you please your parents that aren't even in alignment with God? They don't even believe in Jesus. How are you trying to please your parents uh, your boss, your coworker, but they don't believe in Jesus. Another can be having the need to be right. Every conversation, every discussion, you always want to be right. You're attached to being right. Another can be having the need to have worldly power. You want power. Maybe it's making money. You're so attached to making money that you can't do God's will, that you can't have the Holy Spirit lead your thought processes because all you can think about is making money. When you wake up, you're checking the stocks, trying to make money. When you go to bed, you're checking the stocks, trying to make money. I'm not saying don't do stocks. I'm not saying don't invest, don't get a Roth. Okay, these are all good things to be set up for our future. But what is the true ambition of that? Something that you can be attached to can be family or relationships. You're attached to an ungodly relationship that God has already told you to let go of. Maybe you're attached to a godly relationship. It's a godly relationship, but you're just there too much morning, night. Maybe you're just there when you're supposed to be in the secret place with the Lord. Okay, what are you attached to that God is calling you to detach from? You could be attached to 
making uh, the world want to like you. Everything you post on Instagram or Facebook or the tweets that you send out, it's just because you want the world to like you. You're so attached to writing those Facebook posts and posting all of those vacation pics on Facebook because you're attached to making other people try to like you. And it doesn't really give you joy. It's like a chore that's not glorifying God. And it doesn't give you joy when you could be resting in the Holy Spirit. When you could be having Holy Spirit-filled conversations. You could be attached to the fear of losing people. You're hanging on to people and now you're attached to fear, which is going to lead to all different sorts of demonic spirits. You could be attached to over-assessing other people's thoughts. You just had a conversation, it went well, but now you left the conversation and you're thinking about what they could possibly be thinking about. Or you're in the conversation and now you're assessing what they think about you. You fear their judgment of you, so you're attached to over-assessing the thoughts that they could possibly have in their mind. You could be attached to material things, attached to things of this world, which God is obviously not pleased of. Okay, so these are just some examples of some things that you can be attached to. But John 8, 32, it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Proverbs eleven nine, the second part says, through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. So my prayer is that God would impart knowledge and wisdom to you as I share this word on the things that you're attached to and he's calling you to surrender. And I know that you will surrender them because God is showing you by his Holy Spirit the way to the most peace and to the most joy and the most Holy Spirit fulfilled life. I'm not saying there's not going to be challenges. I'm not saying there's not going to be struggles, afflictions, sufferings, because that is a part of being a Christian. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Okay, so through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. Be in God's word. Seek God's word. It says with the humble is wisdom and the integrity of the upright will guide them. But the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. When pride comes, then comes shame. Pride is not going to allow you to receive the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that you need to receive. Pride's going to lead you to shame, thinking you're perfect, thinking that you're not attached to anything because you're so holy and so perfect is not going to help you walk in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so this is wisdom that we receive 
from having a dialogue with the Holy Spirit. When you go about your day, have a dialogue with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you to recognize thoughts that come into your mind that aren't from God so you can recognize that thought. You can shut that thought down and I'll help you with deliverance and a little bit later on in the message. But this right is why we must not be conformed to this world or even the thought patterns of this world because the world wants to train you how to think. The school system may be training you how to think. You may work for a big Fortune 500 company that is now training you how to think. You may have the clock that is there training you how to think. You have so much anxiety going from appointment, your 8.30 to your 8.45 to your 9 to your 9.45 to your 10 to your 10.15. I get it. Life can be like this. My life is like this in business. But we must renew our mind. We must seek to stay in the presence of God. You can be bold and loud in the presence of God. You can shut down the works of the devil in the presence of God. So I'm not attaching the presence of God to our emotions. But what I'm saying is we need to be renewed in the mind. We need to go about our day having an intentional relationship and a dialogue with the Holy Spirit as we pursue Jesus in our days. Maybe you need to get off of the YouTube. Stop listening to the podcast. Stop trying to receive all this knowledge and wisdom from the world when you could be receiving wisdom from above, from the Holy Spirit of God, so you can be delivered and healed yourself and then go on to deliver and heal other people, okay? So don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Only then will you prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do you want wisdom in your life? Do you want knowledge in your life? Ask for it. James 1.5 says, If you are asking for wisdom, God gives to all liberally and without reproach. If you lack wisdom, ask of God. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Wisdom is a treasure that we should seek. Me and my life, I know my ways are faulty. My life is faulty. I make faulty decisions. I mess up and I fail and I make mistakes. So as I go about my day, when I make big decisions, I ask for the leading of the Holy Spirit. When I'm working within the system, in the business, I ask God, what is a better way to go about this system. Holy Spirit, help me with this little thing that I'm doing so that way I can live a more excellent life for your glory. So that way I can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Jesus, reveal yourself to me that I may know you and become more like you. I want to give an example, okay? The other day, 
I woke up and I purposed in my heart that I was going to go live and preach a word that night. I put this in my heart and I woke up with that intention. So as it came later to 7 p.m., which is about the time that I normally leave work, I had some tasks come up that I had to accomplish. So I accomplished these tasks and then someone else uh, comes in and they have their needs. So I have to submit in the Holy Spirit to their need. And then another person came and I had to submit in the Holy Spirit to their need. <laughs> another question is, is it a hindrance or are you attached to something? This is wisdom that will only come from the Holy Spirit. Are there people who are trying to hinder you from doing God's will? And it's not that they're hindering you, but they may have a distracting, confusing spirit that is trying to hinder you from carrying out the will of the Lord. Okay, but these are Holy Spirit filled people. They got Holy Spirit intentions and I'm just having to submit to what they need me to do. So now it's a whole hour later and I know that I'm now feeling heavy in my spirit. I recognize this. I search myself and I'm speaking to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what is this? Am I frustrated, irritated or angry at these people? I know the answer is no. So then I start to ask God, is this a selfish ambition? Okay, is me sharing the word online a selfish ambition? I know God has already confirmed that I am doing this for his glory because his grace has been uh, removed from me in ministering online and he's given his grace back upon me to continue to share his word. So in the grand scheme of things, I know it's not a selfish ambition. But what is it, Lord? And I tried to just pray this thing out. I tried to worship it away, but it was still there. And I just categorized it as a spirit of heaviness. We know in Isaiah that the garment of praise can replace that spirit of heaviness. So now I have this heaviness. And once I realized that it was affecting the person that I was with, I had to snap out of it, get rid of this heaviness. And I had to actually uh, worship God, live a life of a true worshiper. Okay, so what I realized was is that I, I had an attachment because I purposed in my heart I was going to do this thing and that nothing was going to stop me from doing this thing. Yes, the thing was of the will of the Lord, but we must be flexible. We must be adaptable. Doing ministry for God, things are going to come. People are going to come with their needs. They're going to want to take us a certain way. And sometimes we're going to have to walk in the spirit. We're going to have to show them the truth. Just two days ago, we had a Bible study and I love to be in this Bible study and I love to hear the word of the Lord that comes to my uh, pastor. But this, this young 15-year-old boy came in and he had needs. He was trying to charge his phone and ultimately he needed a ride. 
but I, I wasn't there on an assignment just to hear the the word and just to you know just to be filled in the spirit from my pastor but I was coming to serve the Lord so I, I was able to give this boy a ride to school and really just pour into him give him godly mentorship and godly counsel and feed him in his spirit and lead him and direct him in the way of the Lord. So when we recognize that we have these attachments throughout the day, how can we handle these attachments? How can we battle and fight some of these things? So here are some godly thoughts to be delivered from ungodly attachments. One is, I shall not want. Of course, this comes from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer me who lives, but this life that I live, Christ lives through me. So God, whatever you need me to do today, if my schedule needs to be pulled away, if I need to work 16 hours on this day, I have been crucified with cross, with Christ. Lord, have your way is another one to renew our mind and to receive deliverance. Okay? Another one is all things work out for good to those who love God. When it seems like things aren't going your way and you realize that you're actually attached to your own plans, your own selfish ambitions or what you wanted because now the Lord is telling you to sell your house. He's telling you uh, to, to give to someone. He's telling you to lead the Bible study. You say, God, all things work out for your good. Even when nobody shows up to that Bible study or nobody shows up and comes to the thing that God is calling you to start or when things get removed from your life, you say, Lord, all things work out for good to those who love God. Okay. Another is you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. You can say, Lord, I am a new creation. Lord, have your way. I want to share this last scripture with you. It's in 1 Timothy 6, 3, and it's powerful. It says, if anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings, okay? Useless wranglings or constant friction. You're obsessed with useless wranglings. You may be obsessed with disputes or arguments, having these ungodly discussions, right? I see so many people out there having these useless religious arguments and they're creating a culture of Christians that argue. They're breeding the spirit of religion and the mindset of the Pharisee and the Sadducee and all the other see that doesn't know Jesus Christ. Okay, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. 
who suppose that godliness is a means of gains, from such withdraw yourself. Now godliness with contentment is great gain. You want great gain in your life, your relationships, the prosperity of your thoughts, the prosperity of your soul, your desires, your emotions, the prosperity in your business, the prosperity in your schoolwork, in your sports, in your after school or after work activities. Have godliness with contentment. This will bring great gain into your life. It says, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. So my friend, what are these attachments that you have in your life? Ask the Lord, seek him, and be set free in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next one.